Today's episode is brought to you by 23andMe, a personal genetic service that helps you understand your DNA and can tell you about yourself and your family. Today's episode is also brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere in the world at any time. We'll get into that later, but let's jump into the podcast. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 live! In four hour recording studio morning. Recording! Wake your ass up! It's the Ghosts and Friend in the morning! Hello, everybody, welcome to Cox and Crendor in the morning. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, welcome in the morning. I'm at my house. I'm sick. Yeah, do you hear that delightful echo? That's This is what happens when you record in a place that isn't set up to record in. Well, you know what? Deal with it, people. Yeah, and plus Crendor's sick, so blame him. Yeah, I tweeted. I was like, I've been to so many conventions and I've never gotten sick. And after I tweeted that, literally the day after, I got sick. You should stop bragging about your health. It really does you no good. I should. It really, the more you brag, the more you (laughs) brag, the worse it gets for you. And the bright side, it has been a short cold. So I will say that. I'm at the last stage where I just cough now. Ooh, that's the congested. For me, that's the part that lasts forever. Like, I'll get sick. And then, thankfully, oh, God, knock on all the wood. Thank God this entire room is wood. Um, The part for me is I'll get sick and it'll be like, you know, cold cold for like two or three days. And then a cough that lasts a month. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, my God, go away. I feel fine. I'm like, oh, oh God. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm still... Like, I feel fine. All my achiness is gone, but I'm just congested, and I just got that cough. What about your achy, breaky heart? Shit, dude. Do you think it'll understand? By the way. Yeah? Oh, sorry. Uh, we are eight days away. Seven oh, days, what? technically. Wait, from what? What? From the anniversary of this show. Are you kidding me? It will be officially six years. What? Do we have to do a thing? Is this... You know what? We shouldn't have to do anything. Know. People should do stuff for us. I think last year we talked about all those like anniversary things, or is that two years ago? It might have like been the metal and the wood and shit. Yeah, we definitely talked about it, but I don't remember it being important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're past that point. We yeah, don't we don't care. But what I think, I feel like we should honor ourselves by having other people honor us. Yeah, like where I are like the people? That. Where are the people sending us? I've listened to you for all six years, and you changed my life here. Have my first child, right? Where are the people yeah. who are like, I was there from episode one when it was really just a weird... <laughs> it really didn't make any sense, and it was kind of just two weirdos talking, and nothing has changed. Thank you for that. Yeah. Here, take my house. Where are the people who are like, hey, I run a small Arabian country, and I would like you to run it for me? Where are those people? It's got to work one of these times. Yeah, eventually someone's going to do it. Also, if people don't do that, we should go to Fiverr and have people do it for us. We'll pay them. <laughs> yes, we still had to do something on Fiverr. We got to go to Fiverr and get all those people to come and, like, if you like comedy gold, you should watch Cox and Crentor. They're number one in my, my book. Number one in my book, which is the best book. It's not a real book. I wonder if we could convince uh, George R. R. Martin to do that. 
They're number one in my book, which means I'll kill them. That book would not get finished. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Uh, there's so normally we're like, what did you do? But like, there's so many things that have happened. Yeah, I because mean, because it's like BlizzCon. There's like the Nick Cage movies. There's like all the yeah. Stuff where I do we even start? Happened at BlizzCon. All right. So, at BlizzCon, on my way back from your hotel after we watched the Nick Cage movie. Okay. I had so many things that happened what, on that walk Wait, back. what? Yeah, we definitely need to talk about the Nick Cage movies, but I want to hear about this first because this is way more important. Yes. Okay. 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 So, so many things happened on my way back. First up, I, I'm like, all right, time to walk back to my hotel. So, go ahead and get into the elevator. On my way to the elevator, there's a drunk guy just, like, passed out. In, in the, the elevator? Corner. That sounds like BlizzCon. No, like by the elevator. Oh, okay. <laughs> and some guy's like, hey, man, you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right. And I was like, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. So then I got into the elevator, and then a group of just drunk large men were like, woo, and they get into the elevator, and they're like, oh, everybody on. And then uh, it's like two more guys get out, and the elevator's like, beep. And they're like, uh-oh, looks like we're over the weight limit. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And they're like, who's weighing us down? And I was like, it's probably me. And they're like, hey, hey, this guy's funny. <laughs> this guy's funny. And I was like, hey, hey. And I was like, just go elevator, don't crash. And so it uh, <laughs> it managed to bring us down. So that was good. And I was like, all right. And I just got out of there. Uh, so I was like, okay. So I'm walking uh, back to my hotel past these two guys. Here's quote for quote what they said. Uh. And pretty much all you have to hear is the one guy. He said, that redhead's not going to give you the blowy. <laughs> Wait, what did the other guy say? I don't know. I walked past him. All I, I heard was that redhead's not going to give you the blowy. I mean, if I was him, I would I would go for at least a wristy or maybe a, uh, what were the other Australian? Was this an Australian person? <laughs> I don't think so, but he could have maybe like Australian American. Oh, right. No, no, Australian Americans. Like, yeah, no, like, other person's going to say blowy. It's like a brekkie. Yeah, are you going to get a brekkie wrap with a wristy and a blowy? Come on. Yeah, you better. You better. You better. Uh, That's so a good way like, to wake right, up. I was, <laughs> I was like, this is an interesting journey back. We're only getting started here, all right? <laughs> you you <laughs> literally had, like, your own Hobbit adventure. You had to take the ring to Mordor, except it was just your hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I passed... Uh, pass them up, and then there's these other people I'm walking past. But these guys are going more my pace, so I'm like by him a little bit more. And I hear him, and he's like, So we go back to her bedroom and start making out. But she's like, Oh, by the way, I have a new boyfriend now. And I'm like, What the shit, dude? And then the other guy was like, Oh, shit, man. Like, yo, that's not cool, dude. And then. Still, all this sounds thinking, like BlizzCon. All this sounds yeah. like BlizzCon. And I was like, What is going on? While that was happening, these girls walked past the other way, and the girls like, I was like, that's Mike Tyson. Holy shit. I should have asked for a picture. And I was like, what? <laughs> you heard the best Mike stories. Mike Tyson here? <laughs> you got the best stories. I, didn't, I know. So I was like, I was, so I was so confused at this point. So many things were happening. I was like, I just got to write it down. So I was just writing it down. Then I was like, oh, there's CVS. So I was like, I'm going to go get like a water at CVS. So I go into CVS. There's these guys. And they're all on the phone, and they're like, get the manager, get the manager. And I was like, what's going on? And he's like, yo, do you see a girl around here? 
is there a girl here? And she's like, I don't see a girl. And then he's like calling somebody. He's like, hey, hello? I'm calling her. I'm calling her. And he's like, oh, hey, hello? Where are you? Where are you? Oh, you're back at the hotel? Oh. Oh, she's at the hotel. We didn't, we didn't know where you were. Oh, my God. She's at the hotel, guys. She's at the hotel. And I was like, what the shit is going on? Um, what what the shit is going on lost. is 26,000 nerds descended on one <laughs> small area, and they all <laughs> drunkenly had a party, and it was bizarre. Like every BlizzCon. I think it was even more than that this year. I think it was over 30,000. Was it? Yeah, my I was God, reading there. Those... Like 5,000 more people. Uh, then... I go to buy my water, and some guy's like, "Hey, keep the change." To the girl behind the counter, it's like a dollar fifty, and she's like, "We can't accept tips," and he just walks out. So there's just a dollar fifty on the counter, and she's like, "I don't know, what, I don't know what to do with this." <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, uh, I don't know." <laughs> and then she like turns to the other girl, and she's like, "I don't know." So it just sat there, and I was like, "Uh." All right, so I just paid for my water. Oh, my God. If I was with you, I would have been like, I would have bought the water, paid with a five, and been like, keep the change. And just to see <laughs> how much money would pile up on that. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what to do. Just to see when she would finally be like, all right, I'm taking it. <laughs> um, yeah, I should have did that, but I didn't. <laughs> Keep the change. She's like, oh, God. Oh, please. So anyway, I was like, whatever. I'm out of here. It's too many stories for me. Uh, so is I that, walk out. Is that is that what your thought was? I got to go. There's far too many stories. I don't have that much phone yeah. space. But then I walk out, and these people are talking in front of CVS. And I kid you not, the guy said, the strategy is to reverse smother them. And I was like, reverse smother them? What do What's mean, that even what mean? Do you mean reverse smother them? I don't know. Maybe if like someone's smothering you with love, right? And you're like, yeah. oh, they're smothering me. And they're all, maybe you reverse God. smother them. Like if so, that one girl on Are You The One who was like, <laughs> I love you, Michael, and I'm going to be with you forever. If he would have been like, yes, forever, you'll have my children, right? Then ah. she would have been like, I'm out. I can't do this. And that's how he could have yeah. saved himself. All right. Okay. That guy's onto something then. I, okay. Yeah. That's maybe the uh, smartest person you met all night. Yeah. Oh, my. And then I cross the street. There's a 7 Eleven, and the 7 Eleven is blasting classical music. <laughs> you know what? Blasting. Damn right it is. Damn right. And I was like, why are they doing that? And somebody was like, oh, that's to like deter like drunk people and homeless people from like being near them. That's what they said. What? Because of classical music? Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, they do that by my house too. They just blast classical music. But I guess because like, you wouldn't want to sleep near it or something. I don't know. But that's like, that's I so would, weird. I, I would, if I was homeless, that's the place I would go. Yeah, I would go there. <laughs> like, it's great. That's like one of the saddest parts about Anaheim is it's Disneyland is right there, one of the yeah. happiest places on earth, and right outside is like massive homeless tents and camps. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You're like how is this it's, possible I don't know it's crazy Mickey Mouse is like get out um, so, so <laughs> we'll play like, classical music to you leave us alone you bastards <laughs> and then uh, after that I managed to make it back and so that all happened in a span you're like, of about you're like Odysseus you went on a, oh alright I was about to say you went on like a 40 year mission but yeah you're Odysseus but it was only 20 minutes long and it was weird 
Yeah. And then I also wrote down three things that happened to Disney real quick. Uh, one was this guy, you know how, you know, how you go to a thing and there's like, Hey, how many people for the ride or whatever? And you're like, two. Sure. And they're yeah. like, okay. This guy was like, how many group? <laughs> how many? And I was how like, what? And he's like, how many group? And I was like, <laughs> uh, two. And he's like, all right. And then the next person he's like, how many group? It was the like fastest. How many group I've ever heard in my life? It was like, I've never heard anyone ever say that. Yeah. <laughs> how he many just group? was like, how many group? How many group? <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. I was like, uh, "All right." Then I was swapping to the. We were swapping to the other park. The California. Hold on. Did you go? Adventure. Did you get your Dole Whip? Did you get Dole Whip? Oh yeah, we got a Dole Whip. All right, no cool. Doubt. By the way, I need you to be honest with me. The Dole yeah. Whip canopy area, right? Racist or very racist? <laughs> Listen, I'm not judging. As long as they got Dole Whip, I don't care. <laughs> Every time I go there. <laughs> it's like the Dole Plantation presents Island Fun. It's like me. I am the island good. It's like just it, it sounds it sounds racist. It may not be. It may be just fine, but it sounds like when you're watching a cartoon from like the 1940s and you're like mm, this is oh, yeah, a little this is a little point. racist. I mean, you don't know. It might have been made in the 1940s. I think it was. I think that's the whole... Because <laughs> if you watch the video, it's like the Dole Plantation on Hawaii. And and everyone in the video looks like it's 1960. <laughs> Damn. Either way, that Dole Whip was good. It's great. Yeah, either way, that yeah. shit's great. <laughs> then we're swapping to the other park, and this one lady at the like counter where you like scan in, She, I had my Mickey Mouse years on with the wizard hat and she's like how's it that going wizard yes okay she's like how's it going wizard and i was like uh it's going all right and she's like hey, hey, come on in <laughs> and i was like okay here's the thing can i be real with you i don't <laughs> yeah. think she was making a joke i think with the way your hair looks right now and a wizard hat <laughs> she thought you were a wizard she probably did she was like how's it going wizard because she really <laughs> truly i'll save me from my nine to five yeah she really probably truly thought you were a wizard i don't know if any of you listening right now i've seen crendor lately dude has <laughs> yeah. gone he's like buff and he has the hair of he's he's about two beard lengths away from being jesus he yes. is out of bounds right now so you probably were no a wizard doubt. probably but you know what I'll take what I can get. If I'm a wizard, I'm a wizard. Um, I ain't got no magic though. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> then, I disagree. I think I think you you are devaluing yourself. You got the magic. Well, apparently not with Minnie Mouse because I tried to get a selfie with Minnie Mouse and she rejected me. What? So I was. We were like walking out. Wait, how Park do you get? Closing. How do you get rejected by All right. Minnie Mouse? <laughs> this what I'm saying. The park was closing. Okay. What? It was like it was the park closed like midnight. It was like eleven forty. We're walking out. There was Minnie Mouse, and everyone's like, "Hey, you want to get a picture with Minnie Mouse?" And everyone's like, "Hey," and I was like, "Hey, I'll get a picture with Minnie Mouse." So I walked over, and I was like, "Hey, can I get a selfie?" And she like just finished taking a picture with like his family, and she went like, "No, no," and like kept walking. And I was like, "What the shit?" And I was like, "Was like, hey, I want a selfie." Wait, did anyone and, take like, a photo I, with her afterwards? Uh. I think she was like walking up to more kids. I think she was like trying to like 
focus on taking pictures with kids. She's like, no, I don't want to take a picture with this random like guy. Well, this was this is wizard. This wizard. <laughs> and I was like, I legit audibly was like, hey, hold on, I want a selfie. So I walked up and I like tried to take a selfie, but I ended up just getting a blurry Minnie Mouse like shot, and it just looked really weird. So then I, I just went and took Minnie a picture. Mouse rejected you. <laughs> so listen, I never even liked Minnie Mouse. All right, who does? I think she's an overrated. Yeah, who does? Overrated character. So I just took a picture with a, a Minnie Mouse like plushie and was like, "Hey, it's better than the the real thing." You know what? Never mind. I think you really are mad. Because why else would you go take a photo with that plushie? Well, it's mainly for Twitter. I that was like funny. your rebound. That was like your rebound girl. <laughs> I can't have the real thing, yeah. so I'm going to get this plushie instead. <laughs> uh, but either way, uh, it was, you know, that was my Disney adventure. That's beautiful. I mean, that was a beautiful adventure. Uh, and the only other things I wrote down were uh, this song I heard on the radio called These Are My Friends. Terrible song. These are my friends. What's that song? Who sings it? It's like, these are my friends. These are my friends. I love them. I love them. That's the chorus. Pardon? These are my friends. These are my friends. I love them. I love them. Repeat. I wish I was a little more loved. Trying to find a way to fix that. So many people inside my head. Mama taught me not to talk back, but they're pretty good company. They cheer me up when I feel bad. Is it my insecurities that keep me going? These are my friends. I love them. And then he says, and they don't care who you are. They don't care what you do. But I was like, your friends should care what you do. If you're like, yo, dude, I'm going to go do some drugs. Be like, yo, don't do that. Unless your shared value as friends is like, we do drugs together. Then you're like, yeah, these are my friends and we do drugs. We give each other hugs in the backseat of cars. <laughs> Either way, the song is terrible <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> point, point made, point made. I hate it. It's like, it's so bad. What happened to the good old days of like six years ago with Macklemore singing about thrift shops? That's a great song. That's a great song. Uh, and the only other things I have were uh, on Twitter where people keep sending us amazing uh, McDonald's snap or tweets. Keep it up. Keep sending those. We love keep them. You, Every uh, single one of them <laughs> grosser than the next. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing, my final thing is that there's these weird twitter girl bots out again remember those old twitter bot girls that was most of my subscribers followers what yeah. is it on twitter there's a new wave oh my god thank god you know what hey twitter bot girls how you doing if I you ever want to like say how much you want <laughs> you want me to be inside myself or whatever the hell that one sent me that was yeah. like i want you to be inside yourself and i was like uh <laughs> okay <laughs> but here's the thing the new ones they say weird, like, phrases to you. Well, they always said weird phrases. That was what made them fun. But now they're even... Okay, here's one. It's from wine glass emoji, love girl, wine glass emoji. Sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Old sure... wine glass emoji, love girl, wine glass emoji. <laughs> Everyone knows her. And, and they said, I'm sure you would agree how the wise management of time is crucial for any business owner during these times. All right, time out. Are you sure this is actually a love bot? Because <laughs> this sounds like a fortune cookie bot. It's what they said. And then I got another one from Cherry Emoji, Night Lady Cherry Emoji, that said, begin gently on learning how to lose pregnancy pounds. Yeah, no, no, this is, I, I hate, to, no, this is sex bots. That's what do what you I'm think saying. a sex it's bot does? New wave. This is a, a new, new wave of these Twitter bots, and I don't right. understand them. All right, I guess it's a Twitter bot, but I don't think it's, did I, hold on, can I ask you a question? Yes. 
I don't remember how you brought this up. Did you start with sex bots or did you say Twitter bots? I said Twitter girl bots. All and right. Then you, you and then I made it sexual sex and creepy. Yeah, all right. It's my, <laughs> yeah. I'm the problem. <laughs> you are the problem. Yeah. I'm the problem. Okay. <laughs> and there's a... Uh, there's a couple other ones I saw, but those are two very prominent those are the good ones. ones I've noticed. That's all I got for my stuff. All right. Well, look, everyone needs us to talk about these Nick Cage movies. Yes. We have held them off far too long. We need to get down to business. Yes, we need to. We saw both of them. Yes. So we saw and, Mom and Dad oh and Mandy. Yes. I think we should start with Mandy because it's, it's frankly the most tame of the two. Yeah. I... uh. I think you're right. We should start with Mandy. Oh, wait, I found another Twitter bot. She said, <laughs> Debbie Donovan, as a result, they often ignored or remained blissfully unaware of scams to admit unqualified students, play athletes who never enrolled, or resort to stratagems to keep weak players eligible. This What's is that mean? This is tweeted at you? Yes. What? And I don't know what it means. That's what I'm saying. And maybe, I think maybe their strategy not... is to get you to be like, what? And click on it, and then they have like all their crazy shit on their Twitter. Right. Oh, they're smart. Robots are smart. That's why they're going to be in charge. Robots yeah. are smarter than us. That's true. This makes perfect uh, sense to me. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mandy. That movie's crazy as shit. Man, how do we even describe the movie Mandy? Um, Incredibly beautiful. One of the most beautifully shot films I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Very creepy. The first hour is the slowest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. The first hour is like... Oh, it's slow. Just Nick Cage and this woman with creepy eyes staring at each other for... I, it feels like an eternity. There's an entire scene where they just look at each other. It might have been five minutes long. It felt like 20. We were... At, oh, some, yeah. at one point... We looked at the, we were like, how far are we into this movie? And we were like 35 <laughs> minutes in. It felt like we were there all night. I've never. Yeah. Eventually, though, the movie becomes a revenge movie where Nick Cage goes and like kills razor blade wienered monsters and yeah. like a weird religious cult guy who has his own album. That's like, yeah. I'm gonna have sex with you. Everything's okay. It was very bizarre, but the last hour is him murdering everybody, and it starts yeah. with it starts with two things: Nick Cage finally getting free of his shackles, going into a bathroom, and in a scene that may be the most Nick Cage scene I've ever seen, drinking a bottle of alcohol, losing his mind. Oh yeah, that was the best scene. He was like, the best scene <laughs> it was all over the place. He had, it was a one man emotional roller coaster, and it was amazing. And then after he does that, he, he walks into the like living room. Yeah, he walks out the living room on the TV. He walks out into the living room, and there's an advertisement for something called Cheddar Goblin, <laughs> and it's a goblin puking up macaroni and cheese on kids that are like. Yeah, and it's like, Cheddar Goblin's the number one mac and cheese. <laughs> and Nick Cage just goes, Cheddar Goblin. And then walks away. <laughs> and that has nothing to do with anything in the movie. It never comes back. Yeah. It never plays another role. It just is. Yeah. It's literally, it's all it is. There's no meaning to it. It just happens. Yeah. And then there's about an hour of Nick Cage murdering all these people. And it's pretty entertaining. But it's not, Nick Cage doesn't say anything. He just like... <laughs> Chainsaw battles a guy and <laughs> impales a few people 
and like murders a few guys. But there's one scene where he stabs a guy and blood squirts in his face. And Nick Cage laughs maniacally, which is pretty entertaining. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, it's not nearly as Nick Cagey as I want. It's like actually an art film. More than it is like a, I don't know. It's it's phenomenally well shot, but it's not crazy Nick Cage. It's just like maybe honestly the best thing he's done in a while. Yeah, like with yeah, real acting, the, and I don't I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like it was that. Weird. I expected like it to be like funny bad or something, but it was just like pretty good bad. <laughs> right, like it was a movie that I expect to would win awards at an indie art thing yeah and i was like "Eh, okay thankfully the day before that we watched what may be my single favorite movie of all time now yes mom and dad oh my god (laughs) where do we even start with this movie (laughs) it was incredible so the whole premise is that nick cage and selma blair are the parents of this boy and girl and the boy is like this little rowdy, rambunctious kid, and the daughter is, you know, a teenager who doesn't like her mom anymore, even though they used to be best friends, and she's dating this guy who, they have a weird, so it's this like young black kid, but the movie, I like, I don't know if they're trying to insinuate that Nick Cage has a problem with her dating a black dude, or, or at least she perceives it that way. But he just doesn't want her to date anyone. But there's this weird undercurrent in this film that's like, wait, so what is his problem really? But it doesn't matter because moments later, all hell breaks loose. So what happens is a virus, question mark, or a audio signal that messes with brainwaves. This is never explained in the entire movie. <laughs> At some, some point, static noise causes people to go insane and parents kill their children. It doesn't affect anyone who's not a parent. If you're a parent, you just kill your children. And everyone that does it is like overjoyed. They, they're so happy they got rid of their kids. Yeah. And that's and then afterwards they're like, yeah, no, I'm fine with it. <laughs> but but like when they see other people's kids, they're fine. They're like, oh, hey, how's it going? It doesn't affect anything. They just want to kill their own kids. So this whole story takes place while we get flashbacks of this family's life. And how Nick Cage, there are many scenes in this movie where Nick Cage, it's, I think it's another actor, but it's supposed to be young Nick Cage driving around in a sports car with boobs just in his face the entire time. Yeah. That happens. It's the scene. That happens numerous times. Like just him doing circles in parking lot, like spinning out in the parking lot with boobs in his face. That happens (laughs) more times than I can count. Yeah. Then uh, Selma Blair is, she used to be like the hot wife. And now she, you know, hates doing Pilates or whatever the hell she's doing, yoga. And she just, yeah. you know, used to be attractive. And now she's jealous of how attractive her daughter is, that kind of shit. And the two of them miss being young. And they blame all their problems on their kids. And, of course, they get infected with whatever this is. And so now they're, they want to kill these kids. And the whole, most of the movie is about... The these parents wanting to kill their kids and the kids fighting back against the parents. That's pretty much the plot of the movie. It is very simple. There is, if you're wondering what's going on in the rest of the world, there is a scene where parents are like waiting outside of a school for the kids to get out so they can murder them. There is scenes of like people pushing their kids in the street. Like it's crazy. It's genuinely a crazy movie. 
But yes, when Nick Cage finally comes into his own, because there is maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes at the beginning of the movie where we learn about Selma Blair's character, we learn about the kids, we learn about the rest of the world going crazy, and Nick Cage is just like asleep at the office. <laughs> like he's not doing anything. <laughs> Eventually he comes home. And he and Selma Blair both look at each other like, we have to kill these kids. And oh, wait, I think he had like porn on at the office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he had porn on the office. Porn yeah. on. Because he hates his life and he's watching porn <laughs> in the office. It was very weird. We loved it. <laughs> yeah. But the from that point on, we're not talking face off Nick Cage or uh, I'm trying to think of other crazy Nick Cage movies where he was like, like, this is genuine next level Nick Cage. We posted some clips on Twitter. Crendor, I don't even know where we start with this because it is so good. <laughs> um, all right. We can start with, uh, let's see. There is one where he's like coming home and all the kids are there and he's like, uh, what are you doing in my house? Blah, blah. And then he has like this freak out where he talks about how kids these days have the internet and they're into like BDSM and crazy shit. And he just is like, BDSM, bondage, tying people up. Uh, hey, Mike, anal beads. Oh, my, yes, the, the, line, the line is, um, he's like, all these kids today, you're into crazy, like things that I couldn't see on the internet. BDSM and uh, mouth to ass, ass to ass. Hi, Brent, anal beads. Like the line <laughs> literally is just like, Ass to mouth, mouth, mouth to ass, ass to ass, high Brent anal beads. Yeah, like he says high Brent in the middle of it, like to the guy. I don't, I I think, I don't know what's, I don't know what's happening. It's so, it's such an amazing, bizarre scene. And then there's another scene where the kids lock themselves in the basement and Nick Cage runs, uh, Selma Blair's trying to get through the door, and Nick Cage is like banging on the door. He's like, you motherfuckers! You <laughs> motherfuckers! It's incredible. It's um, one of his best scenes. The scene where, so the movie, again, has flashbacks, and it does a flashback. Yeah. So the kids, when they get to the basement, they discovered a beat-up um, pool table, and it's completely destroyed, and they had no clue it was there. The movie flashes back to Nick Cage, Making the pool table. It's the whole scene of him making this pool table. And he can't get it right. He keeps screwing it up. And someone Blair comes downstairs. She's like, how can we afford this pool table? This sucks. And then Nick Cage takes a sledgehammer and proceeds to sing the hokey pokey while destroying this table. Yeah. And it is. He's like, you put your right foot in. He's like bashing a table. And it's insane. I've never. It's amazing. And then he and Summer Blair have an entire conversation about how they used to be cool. Like, that's the yeah. scene. <laughs> it's like, we used to be the cool kids and we'd go around banging in the car and shit. He's like, what happened to those kids? people? Yeah, it's like, you just sang the hokey pokey while destroying a pool table, man. <laughs> and then... Um, it was insane. Oh my God. Selma Blair at one point, tr- when they try to cut down the door, she gets a saw and she's like, and, and she's, he's like, what are you doing with that? She's like, it's a sawzall. It saws all. And then she tries to get down the door and it won't come down. And for the rest of the movie, every time Nick Cage finds that saw, he's like, saws all. It saws all. <laughs> and he keeps trying to cut the kids no with sense. it. It's incredible. <laughs> but um, nothing oh compares God, the to the best scene in this movie where it's another flashback 
where you learn that Nick Cage kept the hot rod that he got like all that booby action in. Yeah. And his son, I guess, stored a dead animal in it and it made it stink. And so he had to have a talk with his son about why the car was so special to him. And in this conversation, he's talking about all the boobs or whatever he got in this car. And he does a thing with his acting. And he's like, it was a real pussy magnet. And he's like, dad. He's like, chick magnet. <sighs> and then he licks the can that he's drinking yeah. beer from in the creepiest, most insane way I've ever seen. He licks it like a frat boy being like, eh, vagina. He's like, <laughs> it's, my, it's <laughs> so funny. He just, the whole scene is overacting Nick Cage where he's just like, it's a real pussy magnet. He's like, Dad, chick magnet. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Go to our Twitters. You'll see all of them on the Twitter. This would have been November 3rd or 4th. 3rd. 3rd. 3rd, I think. Yeah. Uh, Maybe the 2nd if it was Friday. I don't know. I think the 3rd. Uh, Whatever yeah, day I tweeted it out So at Jesse Cox Go there I tweeted it out that day And then I tweeted another one Then Crendor replied To the second one With, with yeah, the clip That we're talking about thread. right now This movie Watch those clips I'm telling you It is Truly one of the craziest things ever. I, here's the thing This movie Explains Nothing Yeah If you're going in explained. Expecting To know what the hell's going on By the end of it you will not. You will not know. There is nothing. What you're tuning into this movie for is an hour and a half of Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair being insane. And then that's, that's it. it. And then that's it. I just, it was everything I wanted it to be. It was so perfect. That's why I think we were let down by Mandy. Because Mandy, well, yeah. a good movie was not the kind of bad Nick Cage that we wanted. We wanted a movie like Rage, where at the end, the scene is so mind-blowing, where you're like, I can't believe that's how this movie ends. That's yeah. what this was. That's what Mom and Dad was. That's why, and even when I saw that thing, it was like somebody made Mandy like explaining the final 15 minutes. I'm like, oh shit, this is me crazy. And then I was like, I mean, I didn't need that explained to me. He just went back and killed all the people. Yeah, it wasn't, like, it's, nothing was needed to be explained, except for... We should include that in Mandy, there's a scene where he does space drugs and he goes, oh, yeah. cra- his face like melts off and he goes crazy and then he sees demons with razor dicks and he fights them. It's pretty insane. If you're looking that for one. a funnier, kind of like scary movie, there's some scenes where I will say in Mom and Dad, there's some scenes where you think something terrible, like really, really violent about to happen, but they always hide it. Like, there's a scene where a girl, like, one of the main characters, the, the, the daughter's friend, sticks her hand in a blender to, like, get some, uh, like, a margarita or something. And the entire time, it's yeah. like, oh, she's going to get her hand blended. Oh, no. And it does not happen. It, the things that do happen in the movie either happen off screen or happen um, in ways that are kind of like, it's really, like, jiggle camera effects, so it isn't too crazy. There are one or two scenes where it's like, oh, my God. But it's more like, like, fake. I don't know how to describe it. It wasn't terrifying. Like, it was a lot of dread, but um, most of it is Nick Cage and Summer Blair failing to kill their kids, and it's amazing. Yeah. 
The scene that where they're like, we got to smoke them out is insane. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. That was no doubt the best of the two movies. Oh, my God. That scene where he's like, is <laughs> so good. Those were, those were two delightful movies. I'm glad we watched them. So am I. So am I. <laughs> well, you know, if there's one thing we learned from both those movies, it's that you can never know too much about your family. <laughs> and sometimes you need someone to talk to. Both those very relatable. And both of those are sponsoring us today. Wow. First, let's talk about 23andMe, a personal genetic service that helps you understand your DNA and can tell you about yourself and your family's story and whether static is probably going to make them go crazy and Nick Cage you. Who knows? As your loved ones get together this Thanksgiving, discover more about the genetic connections that you share. Did you inherit your dad's baldness or your mom's brown hair, right? How much of your DNA is similar to your brother or your sisters? Who knows? 23andMe Ancestry Service allows you to get access to DNA from 150 worldwide regions. Regions? That's right. <laughs> A lot of regions. A lot of regions. <laughs> Trace parts of your ancestry to specific groups from up like to 1,000 years old. All sorts. You know, it's amazing. I'm, uh, me just reading off a thing is not going to do it for you. My dad got his done. And I have Mama all of his me. information right now. Mama me. And I'm going to share it with you because it's crazy to me. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. My dad is 99.9% European. <laughs> he is 50%, 57 actually, percent British and Irish, mostly Irish. He is 22% French and German. And he is, he has um, Scandinavian and Northwestern European descent. So he is like Whoa. a little bit Viking too. Damn. But then... This is my favorite part. He's 99.9% European. 0.1% he is sub-Saharan African. <laughs> 0.1%. I'm blown away by that. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I ima- in my mind, I imagine everyone has like a little bit of African in them because that's where they kind of came from. Yeah. But. It's got to be, right? You can even look up your ne- Neanderthal ancestry, which is how much Neanderthal DNA you inherited. So you can learn like which traits you have like your height or back hair, things like, you know, old school people, like the first humans kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Like if you're, if you're like, you know, have like crazy back hair and stuff and you're like, if you grunt a lot, I imagine, <laughs> I don't know. But, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's incredibly fascinating. Now through Thanksgiving, 23andMe Ancestry kits are only 49 bucks when you buy two or more kits. That's 50% off the regular kit price of $99 this holiday. Order your 23andMe Ancestry kit at 23andMe.com slash Cox. You spell it out. You can do 23andMe at... Oops, sorry. So that's 23andme.com slash Cox to get this awesome Thanksgiving deal. You can share it with the family and find out about all of your weird like quirks and stuff. And it's great. Also, speaking of the weird movies we, t- we talked about... <laughs> Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, an online therapy company that lets you message licensed therapists from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health, even if you had trouble in the past, making time to do so. One of the things that I think a lot of people have when they can't figure out time to talk with someone, especially a therapist, is how do I fit it into my day, right? How do I fit it into my week? 
And then it becomes, how do I fit it into my month? And then it becomes, how do I fit it into my year? Right? And at that point, you're just pushing it off. And the idea behind Talkspace is that they're giving you someone to talk to that you can easily send a message to at any time, just from your phone, while you're waiting around for your car to get fixed, right? You can do it then. If you are sitting, waiting for a date, you can do it then, right? Like, oh, I don't know if I'm being this guy. Just I'm really stressed and anxious. You can boop. You can contact someone right then. Do it while you're playing while. If you're playing, you're absolutely right. If you are raiding and your guild leader is being a dick, <laughs> but you're like, I need this loot, you can do that. Get, it, it, you Basically, it's about getting stuff off your chest and opening up to the world without doing it to like Twitter, right? Because that's not healthy. When people go online and they post something about themselves, that's some stuff that you should be telling a therapist, not the internet, right? The internet, what they're going to tell you is not what you need to hear. Trust me. <laughs> That's the truth. But when you when you talk to a therapist, you're, you can just get it off your chest. Talk to a person that is trained and can help you with everyday challenges at work or at home. Just help you with life. There's no commutes, no leaving the office, no judgments. Remember, therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or like childhood memories or whatever. It's everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. So, talk space is the place for you. 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges that we all face to match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Go to Talkspace.com Cox and use code COX to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Go to Talkspace.com Cox. Make sure to use the code Cox. All right, Crendor. Let's go to jump. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Everybody, it's the traffic time. Traffic's actually starting to pick up because we're getting close to Thanksgiving. People are starting to travel. Uh, it's it's actually only like a week away from Thursday. Mamma mia. Uh, get ready, folks. People are going to be flying all over. They'll be going here, there, everywhere. So get to your destination as soon as possible to avoid that traffic. Because uh, it's only going to get worse. <laughs> Back to you. Thanks, Krendor. Now let's go over to Krendor at the Weather Desk. Krendor, how's that weather? Uh, weather time. Whoppy's back in the weather. Whoppy. Whoppy activated. Five, seven, three, four, five. Highmore, South Dakota. Okay. Uh, wow. Feels like 18 <laughs> degrees. Cloudy feels like. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Wappy's uh, deactivated. Uh-huh. He's got a cough. Right, right. That's I weird. figured. I figured. Uh, <laughs> let's see. 18 degrees. Feels cloudy like six degrees. Oh, my God. That's cold. What is the name of this town again? Highmore, South Dakota. All right. We got uh, 10 degrees tonight. Clouds early. Uh, Monday, 21 degree high. But, hey, Tuesday, you got 39 degrees. Warming back up. And then by Wednesday, 51 degrees. Woo! They got a heat wave rolling in. Uh, and then back down to the 40s and 30s. So, uh, it's, uh, you know, typical uh, South Dakota weather, I guess, I think. I don't know. Listen, I don't know anything about South Dakota. I wanted to look this up because every time I hear anything about South Dakota, I want to know who lives there. Yeah. Right? Because to me, South Dakota and North Dakota, I am blown away that people live in those states. I can't figure it yes. out. I don't know why they aren't just called Dakota and we get rid of North and South because it seems insane. 
<laughs> so I went to Highmore. Here's the information about Highmore that I think is amazing. First off, the city's motto is a great place to live, work, and play. Which I don't I don't believe. I just don't believe it. I don't. I don't then either. the population of this city in eighteen ninety had four hundred thirty five people. In nineteen hundred, <laughs> three hundred seventy six people. By nineteen ten, they had a one thousand eighty four people. That stayed roughly the same until about nineteen ninety when it dropped to eight thirty five. <laughs> there are seven hundred ninety five people, three hundred forty seven households. 201 families actually living in the city. I just went to uh, their Facebook page. Uh, there's, let's see, we got uh, Old Settlers Days. I went to their web official website and it says 404 page cannot be found. <laughs> We're going to get one person who's going to be like, I'm from Highmore. Like, I grew up in Highmore. I went to their second website, highmore.org, and it says, Warning, highmore.org has expired. <laughs> <laughs> So you cannot go to highmore.org. That is expired. Small towns just creep me out. Yeah, this is like where people kill you. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just uh, looking. Let's see. Here's a meme. To all who work around the clock to keep the roads clear, thank you, they tweeted. And Nick Washington says, uh, you're dot dod. The bank? The state? The The bank? Okay, this is this is too much. The bank, I was about to say the bank looks like someone's house. The next photo on their Facebook page is a funeral parlor that just is someone's house. It's just someone's house. <laughs> the yeah, like there's the library. It's literally just like a brick building with a door and like one window and like some boarded up windows and then a bench outside. And Kathy Thompson says, "This is a great little library. The librarians are the best." I can't on their Facebook page. They have the lose funeral home, not once, but twice. <laughs> Why would you need the funeral home on your Facebook page? It's popping off <laughs> two times. It's probably where most of the population goes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's popping off. You know, oh that population has been going down every year. Old Settlers Day. They have the fourth annual color run, the horseshoe tournament. Escape rooms. <laughs> the horseshoe tournament. I know. Demolition Derby, a pork rib cook-off, Saturday, June 16th. Get on that. So one of the things they feature on their on their website, their website, is mm -hmm. the hideout bed and breakfast. Oh, I see it. I and found my, a picture of it. And my favorite thing here is <laughs> just relax in John's man cave. <laughs> what? <laughs> All these rooms that they're trying to get you in sound like a place where a ghost will kill you. It does. Mary's room. These are where they go. The cozy room instantly reminded us of Beth's mother, Mary, which just happened to be the name on the door to the room when we first saw it. That's that's how you you die there. You die there. The, you're telling me that you named this room after Beth's mom, but it was already on the door of the room. That's you die there. The next room is Shirley's room, named after John's mother. Sure. It's got creepy. a giant cross in there. That is haunted. That's haunted. Uh, but my no favorite doubt. one is the bottom. Papa's place. <laughs> need a little place. To, need a little space to spread out. So did Papa. Papa's place is a room for a larger group. Can sleep up to eight. That does not look like you could have eight people. It uh, it's terrifying. 
Iva's room has like angels in it. Yeah, I wouldn't ever want to... The artwork, again, those stories that I used to tell about my parents' old house and how they had a guest room and I would always stay (laughs) in that guest room but the wallpaper was like yellow and there were weird paintings (laughs) on the walls and it was creepy and I was like... The house is right next to a burial ground that was built on top of an Indian burial ground. If if there were ever going to be a ghost, it would haunt me there. That's why I don't believe in ghosts. It's because of that. It's because the rooms, my parents' rooms look like this, and they were terrifying. And I I would never want to stay there. That's why uh, every time people are like, "This house, I'm looking for a house with some character, some charm. I'm like, I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, somebody lived there. That's where All you right, get killed. Did, that's where the monsters shit. kill your ass. I want a clean, modern-looking house that's like, hey, you know, nobody lived here. It's, like, nice, pristine, you know? No ghosts want to be here because it's just like, all right, all right, good. You know, I don't want, like... Good things. Oh, Those yeah, are good yeah. things. This is where John stayed and John's mom and John's mom's mom. Like, ugh. <laughs> I still <don't laughs> like that. <laughs> and uh, that's the weather. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What is... Oh, wait. No, we have to go to sports. What sports. is going on Sports Desk? <laughs> sports. Uh, hey, welcome to the Sports Desk. A uh, whole bunch of sports are actually happening. Uh, Rams, fear torn ACL for Cooper Cup. That's not good. He's on my fantasy team. Uh, Carmelo Anthony likely done as a rocket. James Harden scores 40 points. Uh, a lot of football happened. The Steelers won this week. 52 uh, points. Yep, 52 points. And today, New Orleans scored 51 to beat Cincinnati. Uh, God bless A lot it. of 50-point games. And the Packers finally won again. They beat uh, the Miami Dolphins 31-12. It's a good week. Pretty good game. It's a good-ass week. And somehow, the Buffalo Bills blew out the Jets 41-10. to uh, I don't know how the Jets are a football team right now. They should just fire everybody. Uh, it's pretty sad. And uh, Dallas beat Philadelphia. 27-20, crazy stuff. Eagles below 500, even though they just won the Super Bowl last year. Mamma mia. Uh, and then basketball, other basketball stuff, other football stuff happened. But yeah, that's sports. Oh, you know what? If you want to see a good episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, this season they had two. It was a two-parter about the Eagles at the Super Bowl, and it's really good. Oh, shit. All right. So you should go watch that. Uh, okay. What is our big news story of the day? Big news story today. Big news. Um, Florida man who climbed down well to prove he can get back out rescued by firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm in. I'm in. I bite. Volusia Country Fire Rescue had to rescue a man out of a 30-foot deep well in the land after he climbed into it and couldn't get out. He wanted to go down the well just to say that he did it and to get out of it. Unfortunately, he didn't have the strength to get out of it. (laughs) The department called in its technical rescue team, which is specifically trained to work in confined spaces with ropes. The team spent more than an hour working in the dark to get the man out around 2 a.m. on Wednesday, Halloween morning. The team got the man out with just a few bumps and bruises. Luckily, he was awake and conscious. He was talking with us the whole time. He said he was thankful that the operation was successful. It's been quite a while since we had to get a real person out of a well. <laughs> you know what? You, you're well, right. We haven't heard a lot about people falling in wells as much as, as they used to. Yeah, I just remember that Simpsons episode where Bart fell in the well. Uh, I do remember been, that. Wow, that was like I know. when the Simpsons actually had plot lines. <laughs> I know. That was a good one. Uh, 
Let's see. This well in the land is one of many in the area, and Smoax said people need to be careful to avoid repeat scenarios. When you come across an open shaft of any kind that goes down into the well, stay away from it. <laughs> Good advice. Solid advice. We need to get it marked and sealed up somehow and get a barrier around it so we can try to prevent people from going down in these things. Especially on Halloween, he said. A lot of people do crazy things, pranks, and all that kind of stuff. So we are asking that if you come across anything abnormal, stay away from it and don't participate in any types of activities like that. Listen. The guy was going to do it no matter if he had a sign there. No matter what you did. He was going in that well to be like, I can get out of it. I... Um, while looking at this article, there was another article on the side that I just want to, just want to drop on you real quick. (laughs) All right. Jacksonville, Florida, of course, Florida, man. Right. (laughs) A Florida gas station owner says she is battling a bizarre problem. Customers using the microwave to heat urine. (laughs) What? Paul Rule Patel, who owns a BP gas station and convenience store in Jacksonville, told WTLV she's sick and tired of random people walking in, and it's happening every day. It's gotten so bad, Patel says, that she had to post a sign on the microwave that reads, Only for food use, do not warm urine. (laughs) It appears the problem isn't entirely random, however. Patel's on-the-fly convenience store is located steps away from LabCorp, which offers drug testing services according to the website. They've become so aggressive with us. The inspiration for the sign was an incident in which a customer, who Patel said, started cussing at her and saying there's no sign telling her she couldn't warm her pee in the microwave. LabCorp did not immediately reply to the request for comment. I get what's going on. These are these are people. So there's a, it's a drug testing place for jobs, right, across the street. Right. And so what people were doing is they would have pee that was probably someone else's maybe yeah, or whoever. And they have the container and then they go warm it up to pretend like it was fresh pee. Uh, I, yeah, that's what I thought. Right. At first I was like, why would people be warming pee? Now it all checks out. Now I get it. Yes. Yeah, so I just think it's, I just think it's sad. That they, <laughs> they would walk into the convenience store and be like, I got to warm this pee up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's Florida. I mean, that's Florida. That is Florida. You would think they would just use cold pee. No, you can't because you have to take it to the testing facility. If it's cold, they're going to be like, it's not your pee. That's what I'm saying. It's Florida. They'd be like, here's my pee. And they're like, why is it cold? And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is Florida. I'm such a fool. Maybe they got smart. You know what? I don't believe that for a minute. Actually, I do. <laughs> I bet in Florida, they're very smart about crime. All that shit. Yeah. Actually, you know what? No, that's not true. <laughs> that's, I take that all back. Uh, we wouldn't have Florida, man, if that was the case. Yeah. All right. Well, well I think that's it for us. Yeah. But uh, we'll be back soon with another episode. But before we go, Crendor, hit him with the socials. Twitter.com slash JustCox. Twitter.com slash Crendor. Go watch our Nick Cage clips. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash Cox and Crendor. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. If you want to see all these podcasts on YouTube, YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor. If you want to see the animated episodes on YouTube, subscribe to all the things. Subscribe to us. YouTube.com slash Crendor. YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox. Subscribe to our Twitch pages. Twitch.tv slash Jesse Cox. Twitch.tv slash Crendor. Go to iTunes. We're on iTunes. Watch us there. Do the things. Hit the pop. Hit the like button. Smash the favorites. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with your dog. Share it with your cat. Share it with your grandma. Share it with your ghost that lives in your bed. Great Uncle Jimmy, the ghost in the closet. Share it with your South Dakota friends. Share it with everybody. 
All right. Share it with everybody. <laughs> I don't know if everybody's right, but we'll take most. <laughs> we'll take what we can get. We'll take what we can get. Share with Minnie Mouse. Anyway, that's it for us. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back with another episode or listening, whatever you're doing. We're all on everything now. So I got to like, thank you for existing is what we'll say. Thanks for <laughs> existing. And as always, yeah. beep, to be continued. <laughs>